Well, okay, well, that's not enough for you. Here's something else that I learned yesterday. Did you know that on the Fear Factor episode airing Monday night, contestants are going to have to drink an entire glass of donkey semen? I did know that. And apparently there's also some urine, donkey urine, that they will be using as a chaser. Which would you guys prefer? Hmm. Well, I'm not a big milk drinker, so I... (laughs) Semen is not milk, in case that was what you were understanding. (laughs) (laughs) Girls are the ones that make milk. Yeah, but this is boy milk. No. Milk. (laughs) It's not milk at all. Good morning, Meet Suits and Meet Dresses. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This week we're, is episode number 127. We've now done as many episodes as the number of hours James Franco had his arm stuck in a boulder before he cut it off. Spoiler alert. Speaking of long, painful journeys that will make you want to cut off your arms, this week we're watching Toddlers in Tiaras. This week's episode, of course, is sponsored by audiblepodcast.com. If you go to that address, sign up for a trial of the book a month subscription you get to keep any book for free you get to keep it and that's totally free even if you cancel your subscription so you have so go sign up for a free trial it supports us we really need it and if you're in the like toddlers and tiaras moods for the big tnt fans out there audiblepodcast.com has a whole section of books about child abuse that you can get for free wow <laughs> Let me introduce you to today's panel. Uh, I'm your host, of course. I'm Alex Falcone. You can find me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Uh, these are some of my friends today. In San Francisco, California, it's Ezra Fox. Can I go on the record that I I would like some more uh, go-go juice? <laughs> For Honey Boo Boo Chow? Yeah. To get through the show? I would actually, yeah. A little, yeah. A little pageant crack, maybe? I think my go-go juice might be kicking in. Congratulations. Uh, Chris at C. Walter Smith on Twitter. You're in studio in San Francisco. And I just want to say, I'm better than the other girls because I'm sassy. (laughs) It is so good that they closed caption to that because otherwise I would have thought she was lisping the word sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Good, well, this is going to be a good one then. Also, joining us again, the blogger at ultimateheartbody.net and all-around wonderful person. Uh, joining us again for another reality show that she already was watching, it's Colleen Smith! I haven't do love toddlers and tiaras. So you've you've liked a lot of the shows, that we, the reality shows we've talked about, you've either liked or already seen. Uh, what have we not covered yet that you're looking forward to doing with us eventually? That's a good question. I mean, intervention's always good, but that's kind of a painful one, too, so... All right, well, intervention is one of the things we might have to do someday, then. Know just what to do, yes, sir. She even called me a honey. honey. She even let me spend the morning. Oh, never as a baby put me out door. I'd never do that. She even bought me all my clothes. I don't want to brag, just want to put you in line. Chris, yes. so we watched season five, episodes one, three, and four of oh, TNT. God. Yeah, we did. And I would like you to summarize in the style of a batshit crazy mom. All right, baby, shake that booty, baby. Show him your belly. Show him your belly. No, show him your belly. We watch toddlers and tiaras where little girls show their faces and their beauty and their bellies, and they, they're, they're very beautiful. And these are all beauty pageants in the South, in Georgia and Texas. We follow three or four girls per episode. They enter these competitions. Sometimes they win. Most of the time they don't. There's a lot of tears, a lot of moderate child abuse. How old are they? 
oh, there is a competition zero to 24 months, although they mostly follow four to six-year-olds and some eight and nine-year-olds. The zero to 24 months is the one where you're like, well, this is okay. This is kind of just silly fun. Yeah, this is it's harmless. silly. Can I, can I bust right into a compliment here? Yes, I will allow you to go first. Uh, your major supreme compliment goes to Chris. <laughs> My major supreme compliment goes to the biographies that parents write about their one-year-old babies. <laughs> Her favorite food is formula. <laughs> like, of course it is. <laughs> she also what do you her mean? thing to vomit is also formula. Which <laughs> yeah. you're not narrowing it down at all for us. And she's like, she likes French impressionist painters, <laughs> and she. Well, liked... did you hear the one that this wasn't for a baby, but it was for like the four-year-old, and they were like, she grows up, she wants to be a tax attorney yeah that's like, no, not she true doesn't. no she wants to be a hooker <laughs> well she's gonna be either way <laughs> there's a great one though where like the mom is like passive aggressively hinted to the dad who's like when she grows up she wants to be an older sister hint, hint. <laughs> yeah <laughs> a bunch of them also were like i want to be a pageant coach and that's Come on, you have to at least try to go pro first before you give in and become a coach, right? Yeah, you can't plan in the long term to be mediocre at your... I think they already think they're pros. Oh, maybe that's... They're like, they're... we're doing it now. When I'm 12, I'll coach. <laughs> I mean, I... I've watched one episode where there was a 12-year-old coach. <laughs> Great. I mean, she was living the dream. <laughs> but I... you don't get any better. She's probably going to retire when she's 14. Right. <laughs> I hope one of their uh, goals is to be scarred for life because that's very achievable. <laughs> My favorite part was the coupon queen mom. Yes. Because uh. I really love that TLC found a way to combine two of their best shows, Toddlers and Tierras, and Extreme Couponing. Yeah. So, so this is a girl. So the little girl's name is Alana, and she's mm-hmm. four, and she's she's a little bit – she shows her tummy. She's got a little belly. And her mom looks like a sea monster. <laughs> That's a great. Her mom is huge with tiny arms, very fleshy. And her what her mom does is she coupons. And so she just cuts out a lot of coupons and gets a lot of deals. And, like, their house is full of, like, you know, the one time they bought 100 boxes of toilet paper in bulk. Okay. And then well, they have, and- like, a tiny, like, their entire family is crowded around this table in this room that has been made tiny because they're surrounded by stacks and stacks of laundry detergent and they're all clipping coupons to save money and like this is more just about the coupon show in general but these people never understand that no matter how much you save by couponing you still never make money right spend money i'm like no you're not saving money you're just buying lots of laundry detergent and pretty much staying even (laughs) at a reduced rate yes (laughs) but you're still spending a lot of money on laundry detergent (laughs) I have a compliment, actually, for the coupon queen as well. Oh, yeah. please. I guess this is for restraint, because she had a, a bat with her the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a tiny little bat, one that wouldn't leave big bruises. The so the whole what? time that Alana was practicing, <laughs> her mom, the sea monster, had a, a bat. And I guess the restraint was in, one, she didn't really use the bat. And two, she only had one bat. If she's the extreme coupon queen, <laughs> I would expect her to have several dozen bats. And she only was just using the one. Wow. I yeah, there was when they cut to her like on the side of the stage practicing and her daughter wasn't doing it and she was holding the baseball bat, I was so scared. <laughs> yeah. And then she never used it. It was never explained why she carried a wooden baseball bat to this practice. And in the car, and to the pageant. It's like, it's the threat, I think. I mean, we never, if she used the bat, we never uh, saw that clip, I guess. 
Or maybe it's just like, you know, on Teen Mom when Amber beat up Gary and then they had like this whole lawsuit thing. They, maybe TLC, like maybe that all happened, but they're like, we oh, if we that? air that part, it's just going to be a big mess for everyone involved. We don't want to deal with that. Do we remember that? No, I don't think we saw All that. your listeners will. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I guess I should do my ma- get my major supreme compliment out of the way then. Uh, I really like the system uh, for the where they like name the queens and stuff. Because if your name doesn't get picked, it means you're the big winner or, or nothing. Yeah, or nothing. So they do the round of like consolation prizes and you're always like sort of relieved. You're like you're kind of happy to get to, to not get picked. But it oh, it's so nerve wracking. And then and then they also have like really funny names. Like I just assumed like pageant queen was the winner. But no, no queen sucks. Queen's like eighth place or something because there's all these Supremes above that. And which start, they start to sound like hamburgers. They're just like, this is beauty supreme, or you could get the mega double supreme. <laughs> yeah, you, you always want to be ultimate grand supreme. That's the best one. And well, it is for now. Oh yeah. But assume, assuming at some point there was a supreme, and then someone added a grand supreme. Yeah, we. Then, I think we have superlative inflation here. We really yeah. do. <laughs> what if there's ultimate ultra laser supreme? <laughs> <laughs> We should get into hates. We should get into hates real quick before I explode. I think we have to. All right. <laughs> this week uh, for our hate segment, we're playing the game of Hate the Tail on the Donkey. Thank you, Christopher Ames, for the continued hate game names. So uh, blindfold yourselves and let's start hating some tails, guys. Chris, you can go first because you're so excited. Okay. So beyond the overarching theme of, you know, this is like child abuse wrapped in rhinestones. This is a 4-H showing for parents <laughs> with no sense of human decency or observance of the Geneva Convention. I mean, this is like... So a 4-H show for parents who think they gave birth to a bunny? Yeah, exactly. To a bunny that they could, uh, you know, essentially like put through hell. Like, they're waxing these kids' eyebrows. Like, you know, she, one of the girls, Isis, Isis is yeah. six years old and is getting her nails done and her mom goes, she wants acrylics. And the, the manicurist goes, those are normally for adults. And she's like, no, it's got to be perfect. She has acrylics. And so they start grinding her fingernails down with, <laughs> with, like, a, with like a power tool. With a Dremel. With a Dremel. <laughs> and Isis, poor little Isis, who has a cold, who has a fever, <laughs> and is not into it. Her mom's like, I don't know why she's not giving 110%. The girl has a fever. <laughs> like and- Isis being sick, sorry, just to get onto that while you're talking about it. Yeah. That was one of the moments that was like clear that the show did not support these women because it kept showing Isis coughing and sneezing. <laughs> and her mom would be like, she's just tired. She's just tired. And she's yeah. clearly got a cold the whole episode. And like she's trying to learn dance in two days. Like, and While she's, you have a cold? Yeah, and she's sick. From Tiffany? Yeah, from <laughs> Tiffany. But anyway. <laughs> she's that the moms are still confused when they don't win. Like, Isis got up on the stage to do her dance and just froze and stood there and was like, I don't know, for like 20 seconds. And then the mom was like, oh, my God, I think she's going to get the like, top prize. Yeah, and then, she yeah. doesn't. And then like, in the what? last one, there was the woman who had missed her spot in yeah. casual wear and then later was like they're not picking my daughter because she has brown hair i'm so offended <laughs> missed well, a third of the competition <laughs> and the judges in their individual interviews did not think that that girl was very good yeah so well, they thought that she was too brown haired yeah secret yeah. that was code that they were speaking mm-hmm. yikes not um it means we don't like your brown hair because we're racist yeah <laughs> okay so for isis right she got up there she did her beauty thing 
And not only can she not see without her glasses, so she did it blind, but then <laughs> she did her personality thing, which is this dance that she learned, and she completely blanked right. after, like, two moves. And then, you know, that it's a lower part of her score, but mom was still convinced that she was going to win. That's crazy. I mean, I don't care if you do have 104 fever. You should be able to finish the routine. <laughs> yeah, it's just a few minutes. And your I fingernails mean, are ble- bleeding from the power yeah. drill that was used I mean, on it's them like, It's like these six-year-olds have no sense of professionalism. <laughs> the show must go on, Isis. If you forgot, improvise. <laughs> I like these kids are like, some of them clearly hate it. Like, some of them seem to have fun, but some of them clearly just do not like it. Fact, they, like, are the kicking and screaming. They don't like practicing. They say they hate it. They don't want their nails done. They don't want their eyebrows waxed, which is weird, but they don't like it. <laughs> and then at the very end, it's like it accumulates into this thing where they feed them tons and tons of Mountain Dew and pixie sticks, and then they get a princess crown, and they're like, oh, wasn't that fun? Do you want to do it again? And they're like, yeah, because <laughs> they, like, got a princess crown and are all hopped up on sugar. Since we're doing... We're doing hates. This is the saddest one for me was the Russian mom. Uh, let's talk about it. All right. Yeah. And so the Russian mom, she is a, like, Russian bride who some creepy old white guy was like. like Wait, I, can I just say the exact quote? I wrote it down. Yeah, please. I from Russia, and my friend know this guy want a Russian wife, so we talk on the internet and we get married. Ha <laughs> ha. Anyway, there's their how we met story. <laughs> really romantic. <laughs> Super, super competitive woman. Daughter has no interest in pageants whatsoever. Hates it. Is miserable the whole time. <laughs> the, but she's pretty good at them. Really good. Sure. Good, that, that's some good I Russian think she training. had to be. Well, yeah, because it was the only way to earn her mother's love. She took second place overall, and her mom was furious. Her mom was so upset. Yeah, that's first loser. It, <laughs> she was happy, and her mom was taking away her happiness. But the thing about it is this is... I mean, I guess this is sort of a, a like at the moment, but the one person, the one character in this show who showed unconditional love to the children the entire time on all three episodes, Misha the Bear. Yeah. So, <laughs> so sad. This is the saddest thing in the entire world. So the only time that Misha gets to see her best friend, her favorite thing in the entire world, Misha the stuffed teddy bear, is when she's at pageants. When she shows up for the pageant... Misha the bear, her parents bring him out, and she is stoked. This is her so best happy. friend. She's happier than anything, and she gets the same. She doesn't need any go-go juice. She doesn't need pixie sticks. She has the love of the thing that cares about her more than her own parents. It's a teddy bear. And her mom is like, she used to have bear, but when she had the bear, she puts thumb in mouth all the time, and that you know that does not do for pageant. So we took bear away, and we let her have it only at pageant. I mean, oh it's diabolical, but it's a great idea in that, like, you find the one thing the kids love, you hold that hostage. You withhold it, yeah. And that's pretty good motivation. <laughs> Ezra, I know this is a, I mean, this is a strange pattern, but this is like the fourth time in the show where you're, you've played at being the evil parent. And I wonder if maybe secretly deep down inside, this is your darkness that we finally found. <laughs> I'm, look, I'm saying, as far as this goes, you cannot argue with results. <laughs> But then, but then, you know, did your parents make you do a pageant? You know, a pageant kid. Maybe I wanted to be. My my parents didn't have enough evil in them to do it. Oh, it's really too bad we didn't watch one of the episodes with the boys in it because those ones are fun. Oh God, that exists. Oh man. Yeah, like every like fifth show or something, there's like one boy, and they're like 
oh, I got the pageant king because I was the only boy. <laughs> hey, all right. That's a better idea. Yeah. Related to Misha the Bear, did you guys notice the, the, the heartbreaking, even more heartbreaking <laughs> turn where when she's up for second place in the thing, she starts saying that she cares more about winning than she cares about Misha the Bear. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if you guys missed it, but she's like, I care about winning. Do you want your bear? Do you want your bear? No, I want to win. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my God. Like, they're turning these little girls into monsters. It's not why you think, Chris. It's it's actually because uh, she's she can see the future, and she realizes that Misha's going to die on a roller coaster soon. Oh, yeah. At SeaWorld? What, yeah, at SeaWorld. While she's holding the bear, she's like, we're going to have so much fun. We're going to go to SeaWorld together, and we're going to go on a roller coaster because those are my favorite ride. They're Misha's favorite ride, too, but I'm afraid Misha's going to fall out. And that is the <laughs> moment on any TV show where you cut to Misha lying broken underneath a roller coaster in SeaWorld. <laughs> Better not get too attached here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Misha's not going to oh last. I shouldn't be too excited about her. Yeah. Other hates? What else is uh, besides the incredible sadness of Misha the bear? I liked when that one girl's mom was really pissed that the meat costume didn't work out. She's trying to do like Lady Gaga's meat dress, but they're like, meat dress is way too hard. We're just going to do a meat bikini. So they were tying meat all over a bikini, but they're like, no, the juice is dripping all over her fake tan. That was the best part was when she (laughs) goes, I just dripped on me. (laughs) They were like trying to calm her down from what it was a very reasonable response. (laughs) But her only concern was that it was going to ruin her spray tan. Yeah. (laughs) Not that she was getting... Like raw meat all over her daughter's body. Yeah, I mean the, the great line about this just the, just how shows how terribly the moms understand the word devastating. Said it was devastating when we realized there wasn't enough time for the meat bikini. <laughs> <laughs> This ad was required, but not approved by Audible. Meanwhile, in the TLC boardroom. Gentlemen, our line of shows about terrible people that make you feel terrible has been successful beyond our wildest dreams. I didn't know I was pregnant with hoarders. All of a sudden, I noticed all this weight gain, and my house was covered in diapers and jars of urine. I didn't know I was a toddler in tiaras. I had no idea why I was scarred for life and wearing butt glue. I cloned my pet with extreme couponing. Now I have a hundred lizards, all named Lance. But we've pretty much saturated the market with it, so I have a new idea. Coming soon to TLC. I'm a normal and likable person, doing normal and likable things. I just got a free audiobook from audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep. Cool. Cool. Hey guys, I'm going to raise a normal number of children in a normal way. That seems like generally a good idea. Cool. Cool. Audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep. You won't feel like crying in the shower anymore. Oh, it's, I think it's time for the uh, for the crowning, guys. Oh, great! <laughs> it's the crowning round. So crowning of the dogs. Yeah, it's time. It's time to crown. So uh, I guess I'll just give you a category, and you guys can can say oh. who you nominate to win in that category. All right? Okay. Just realized how recently some of these girls were crowning. Oh, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Uh, favorite hobby emerging from my mother. 
<laughs> it's the only thing I've done so far. <laughs> All right, so uh, the award for craziest mom in these three episodes, who does it go to? Oh, Marina. Yeah, Russian mom. Russian, Russian mom. mom. Ultimate grand crazy supreme. Oh, I'm actually I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go dark horse here. I'm gonna go with uh, Isis's mom, who who basically made her go on with a fever, ground her nails down with a Dremel, mm-hmm. and uh, is not sure how Isis sees up there, but I guess it's still good. And but, like it mm, is. Here, here's my moment. I got, she, she gets evil it, supreme, but she doesn't get uh, crazy supreme. Yeah, she was very realistic oh, about evil? it. She was like, honestly. Isis doesn't really like doing this. This is all for me, and I know that. So she was very sane. She was just evil. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. Fair so enough. We'll have to split the category. So, But I, I will agree with you, Chris, that she gets evil supreme because the thing that did it for me was in the nail salon when the lady who was doing the nails, as sometimes happens, you see these clips of like one person who's not in the pageant world who, who's like, wait a second, this is nuts. And then she was that person. She said, this is not for kids. This is for adults. And then the mom lied to her and said this is required of the pageant yeah and what she meant was i think this is necessary to have a chance but the lady was like oh okay well if it's required surely the pageant has what you know the kid's best interests at heart so we'll let it go ahead like that was the moment where she was like lying to safety conscious adults in the outside world evil supreme yeah clearly my evil supreme right there all right but crazy supreme no no one's going to vote for the coupon lady no, no. Well, she's more stupid supreme. She's yeah. she's also abusive supreme. Not only does she tell her to shake that booty, baby, <laughs> but uh, when when her daughter is not cooperating during stage practice and she's crying on the way out, she's like, "You ain't walking out of here crying. Dry it up. Dry it up right <laughs> now, or you ain't walking anywhere. Not in front of the cameras." And like, yeah. It's just, crazy you know sea monstery but uh no 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 because because mia's mom was nuts because mia did awesome and she mia's mom was convinced that everyone was out to get her yeah i think i think mia's mom by far was the most detached from reality and that's uh, for that she gets my crazy supreme vote definitely all right so we'll give her grand crazy laser supreme goes to mia's mom all right that's right all right uh how about craziest minor character non-mom i'll give my vote yeah. Uh, so during the the meat bikini incident, it's kind of gross, and there is I think it might have been a grandma, but there is a scary looking, hideous older woman who's standing behind her that just leans into the frame, and we're never introduced to her. Just leans in the frame and goes, "The things we do for beauty, honey," <laughs> and then pulls back, and we never see her again. And that that is detached from reality because whatever she's doing from beauty, it's not working. So she has to work on personality supreme. I'm going to go with Chad Cornelius, the announcer, for thinking this is a, a, a good way to spend his life. Was he the announcer in the last one? Yeah. You know, because I do some professional emceeing, I was wondering, like, how much would they have to pay me for me to think it's okay to do this show? I'm $700. <laughs> Wait, for That's how long? a good amount of money. For, for a day. If it's a the whole day? Yeah, $700 yeah. is a day rate. It's not bad. Yeah. The other thing, I guess another another crazy minor character, the dad of the girl who was – she was being Pinocchio for her her freestyle Halloween costume or whatever. So there was like yeah. white ropes and he had like a fake marionette handle and he was like uh, puppeting her around. And that is an impressive level of irony missing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is like there was no sense of irony there. It was just oh, it's cute. She's a puppet. That yes, I mean that that is like 
And then he forgot about her. (laughs) Yeah, and left her on stage. (laughs) And she, like, had no, like, thought never crossed her mind to just walk off the stage on her own. She was so, she's such a pro. But at the end of her routine, she did, like, the Chuck E. Cheese, uh, like, power down. Where she went, (laughs) and, like, leaned over, expecting that her father would come in and carry her off. Because she's a puppet that has gotten tired. Dad... And there's like a, te- there's a good 10 minutes. And then dad goes, oh, shit, and runs out and picks her up, carries her away. <laughs> yeah. That is, I mean, that is varsity level not noticing irony. <laughs> oh, that one's pretty good. All right. Since we're in the sad mode, uh, who, who is the super grand, awesome, total supreme for the sickest thing they do to the kids? Hmm. Uh, I think Misha the Bear is the most heartbreaking thing yeah. in the entire world. I'm going to have to give it also sickest supreme to, to Russian mom as well. Mm, Not I to think the that on the... a long-term thing, though, the uh, just in general, how they give the like the go-go juice, the, go- the whole I, thing. I like was going with her coupon mom. Yeah, so, so but that's a common thing. They all give their yeah. kids like Red Bull and Mountain Dew, and Kid that's doping. like how they train them. They're like, this is how you get ready to do something important. You yeah. like drink thirty grams of sugar, and then you're good for the next eight minutes. There, I, yeah, yeah, and later they graduate and put a little vodka in it, and you have the club scene. I, I definitely if, think if that I was... can play devil's advocate here, guys. The moms are just teaching the girls how to be popular later, and it's going to work. <laughs> Man, I just, it's just surprising you've played devil's advocate so much more than usual today. Is this a defense mechanism against sadness? Yes, this absolutely <laughs> is. I'm well, I think I, I was also kind of sad when Alana, you know, when she's like rambling on in her little like diva voice, but when she goes, Adala makes me holla, honey boo boo. And I was like, oh, she's just like, oh, yeah. You just know she's going to be a stripper in 10 years. Yeah. Ten. <laughs> yeah. Um, this was some shit, you guys. This was some shit. All right, so uh, so here I want the Grand Super Laser Combo Jumbo Supreme for people that are not morally repugnant in this show. Obviously, Misha is the most likable character. Yes, Stuffed Animal Bear. Stuffed Animal Bear. But who is the, who is the least repugnant character? person that we've seen on mm. the show. Oh, Mia's brother. Say, Mia's dad is like the Turner Simpkins of, <laughs> of this show. So when you see Mia's brother, like when her mom was going all psycho at the end, and like or not in the end in the middle when she wanted to pull her out of the competition and go mm-hmm. home and Mia ran out of the room into the hallway and uh, her brother followed her and was like, oh, it's okay. Like you did a really good job. Like, don't worry. Yeah. Some of the, yeah. Yeah, nice some of the brothers were totally good. And also the, the brother who played grandpa to the yeah, his yeah. grandma, like, which is so annoying if I was around them together. But like, at least you know they're like yeah. they're having fun. They like each other. That that was pretty nice, pretty non crazy. I'm I'm gonna go um nail nail salon lady yeah. uh, who felt bad several times. That <laughs> 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 Dremel on that six 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 year olds. Uh, but she still did it to her. Well, well she, she switched. You guys aren't noticing the... that. You're like. If you, she was that concerned about it, she would have just been like, no, I don't do this to six-year-olds. She switched back and forth, though, between like the Dremel and uh, a you know, more palatable nail file. I mean, I think the, the, the people that I feel like are probably the most blameless that still profiteer from this whole business are the giant plastic trophy makers. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, I think the, the pageant crown in, industry is probably okay because they make some bitchin' trophies and some really cool crowns 
I like the kids are always like, "Is this real gold, mom?" And they're like, "No." <laughs> no and they're like, "Don't, don't break that. You, that'll break really easily. Stop touching it." Yeah, that's from Mike's trophies and gifts down the street, and uh, your name's not even on it. It just says Grand Laser Supreme. Thank <laughs> you, buddy. Really glad we started saying. Yeah, this makes, this makes it much more palatable. <laughs> um, well, Miss Universe. I mean, it's the universe, right? So they should be space awards. They should yeah, be space awards. Sure. I'm sure someone else has noticed this before, but isn't it weird that it's Miss Universe? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not just Miss Earth. Yeah, I mean, not, pretty presumptuous. It is. It is. There's I, some. There's this five-year-old on Venus who's like, "This is bullshit. I keep getting <laughs> my entry, and I never get picked." And that five-year-old is hot. And they think it's racist. They're like, "This is you guys are so racist. You're always picking these blonde-haired, blue-eyes ladies, and not my five-handed daughter." <laughs> <laughs> That's an odd choice number of hands. Yeah, well, Venusians are odd, you know, but they're <laughs> proud people. <laughs> odd but proud. Yes. Yeah, so it's time for the second half of our compliment sandwich. This is the this is the compliment princess, which we all know is not as important of a compliment. But we're going to go in reverse order the way we went before. So that means Ezra? Ezra. No, it was me. I was I was last, I think. Sure, but I don't care. Yeah. Which means I have to go first because we did this in a really interesting order. So yeah. here's what I like. The show actually play? made me optimistic. It taught me optimism. And, and it's because when I first started watching it, the first episode, like the first 38 minutes or so, I was really excited because I was really looking forward to the ending where all the parents get arrested. Yeah. And then they never do. But each time, I still thought it was going to happen. It ta- Like, how could it not? Yeah, I'm like, this is the perfect crime, right? It's happening right in front of our faces, and no one's doing anything about it. Yeah, oh my god, what if the entire pageant is just, the winner doesn't get arrested? <laughs> <laughs> so these moms really want it. If you've done all of this just to lose, you're, you're going to get arrested. Yeah, exactly. All right, that's, for, that's it for me. Uh, Ezra, your compliment. I'm going to compliment, um, I guess... Adriana's mom for having her uh, perpetual tardiness almost get in the way of her ruining her child's life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like the fact that she's like so flawed as you know at getting her daughter on stage on time. Um, Adriana might be able to get out of the whole pageant circuit because she's so ineffectual at it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a sports staff issue, but clearly, um, you know, if mom can't get her shit together, then little girl doesn't make it. Yeah, and then you do that thing. It's always kind of heartbreaking where adults are in a hurry and there's a four-year-old in tow. So they go, hurry, hurry, hurry. And the four-year-old just falls flat <laughs> on their way. face. But anyone else think of um, like Snooki on Jersey Shore? Yeah, <laughs> it's the same thing. It's like you start breaking into a normal gate and Snooki just topples over. <laughs> you know, it's, it's okay to laugh at that because she was she's wearing like three feet of rhinestone and dress ruffle on either side of her. So it's <laughs> Yeah, r- rhinestones are mostly padding, it's, Alex. It's, it's like, <laughs> no, because there's, there's some tool and there's some other stuff in there. It's the ruffle. But, yeah. She was fine. Yeah, no, it's like falling into snow. Yeah, it's not cold. It was wonderful. She probably had the it was the, the fall is probably the most fun she's had all day. <laughs> There's also a part where she got freaked out by a spider in the limo. Yeah, and her mom just didn't. Mom care. continued to not notice. It was a great line, honey. You're gonna win a spider. <laughs> there's a spider in the car, but you're gonna win, right, honey? Yes, but there's also a spider in the car. <laughs> whatever there's a spider well that's the thing about yeah. limos you know it's just like there's tv free drinks and then spiders oh uh, you gotta pay extra for the spiders though. yeah yeah, yeah. well definitely 
They're not included in the rental. It's all a cart. That's where they get you. It's not cheap. All right, uh, Colleen, what is your minor compliment? Uh, my minor compliment is just the ongoing dichotomy of the different kinds of pageant moms. Like, there's always two kinds, and one is the kind that used to be pageant queens, and the other kind is the kind that will never, could never be a pageant queen. It's always one or the other. Like, those are the only two motivations for having your kid do it. You know, like, either, oh, I used to do it, now I want to pretend I'm still doing it with my kid, and then the other person being like, there's no way in hell I could have ever done this. I like this because... My child will probably not be able to after age of five, so... Well, that's... I want someone to, to do it where, because um, they want to be on TLC very badly as part of a long con. <laughs> that would have been some foresight. That would have. Yeah. Well, that's what I, one of the things I liked about Sea Monster's kid is she kept saying telling her to show her belly. And I was like, you know, at that age, it's healthy for her not to be ashamed of her body because in a few years, she's totally going to be. And she did that little interview where she was like squishing her butt, her belly. I'm like, she wants me to show this part in my belly. Rah, 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 rah. I'm like, yeah, that's so fun. Way to be like, not going to be as cute in a few years. No, you are healthy no. at the moment. Keep, keep that up. Um, for the record, also uh, we were talking about Sea Monster and her bat, and I would totally pick Sea Monster first for my softball team. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's not. Even, she's hitting cleanup she's, as like like as a catcher or somebody who can just stand in a solid place. She doesn't look like she's a good base runner. Oh, you know, uh, but like she's no, not like, gonna steal like, bases, Chris. But she's gonna hit some homers. She's yeah, a boomer. Just, some dingers. Yeah. yeah, that lady is gonna hit it. She's or she's gonna hit a, a lot of really long singles. <laughs> Off the wall, three bad throws, and she'll just barely make it into first. <laughs> She's the Mo Vaughn of your yeah, softball team. Hey, uh, <laughs> all right, the, that brings us to you, Chris. Uh, last and finer, final uh, Laser Princess minor compliment <laughs> is that, I mean, I guess there's a market for it, which means our Nielsen boxes are now going to detect pedophiles a lot easier. <laughs> I mean, or if Comcast is fine, whoever is watching this show, 50% of them got to be pedophiles. It's valuable information for the police to have. Right? It's just little girls standing there and not much else. Maybe. Guys, I bet we can think of right now three reasons why someone watches and not be a pedophile. One, they're uh, a girl. Scouting. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. One, they're a girl who's not a pedophile. Yeah, okay. <laughs> There's a girl who's... <laughs> I think you guys are completely forgetting that probably mostly girls watch this show, and you okay. are only thinking about reasons why you yourself would watch this show. I guess I, I think I would say one: feeling. they're a girl that's not a pedophile. Two: they're a boy who has a girlfriend who's not a pedophile that makes them watch TV together. Three: Three. you're four years old and scouting the competition. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of good reasons for watching this show, you guys. Four: you're a sea monster. Yeah. Uh, and number five, you're in in one of the numerous lucrative businesses on this show, like giant trophies, rhinestone studded dresses, Dremels, Dremels, yeah, Dremels. The, the Dremel business, Dremel. Six, uh, I think you're Chad Cornelius, and you're you're having clips of this for your uh, <laughs> audition, audition tape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seven, uh, you work for Child Protective Services. <laughs> Yeah, you're running a parallel investigation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One of these people is your neighbor, and you need to know what's going on. <laughs> How great is it that for Child Protective Services, they have, like, one-stop shopping. Like, it's not like Wikipedia and, like, the rest of the internet now. It's just like, oh, I just have to see who I'm going to arrest today on Toddlers and Tears. Yeah, the, it's like, this is like the equivalent of one of those Looney Tune bad guys with just a big sign above his business that says hideout. Yeah, <laughs> super secret bad guy hideout. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is what being in this show is like. 
Yeah, he bought, bought all these supplies from the Acme Evil Company. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be back again next week. Next week, we're talking about the movie Cool Dog. What the hell is that movie? Well, it is a movie that some of our sponsors really wanted us to talk about. Fuck yeah. So we're going to be watching Cool Dog next week. It's available on Netflix streaming if you want to keep up with us. Oh, wait, we got it. We got it. Okay. It is. There's a German Shepherd, and he's sticking his head out of a taxi, and he's in New York City. I bet he has a lot of personality. <laughs> Show your tongue. Show your tongue, doggy. This, and this one was sponsored by the Denver Comedy Co-op First World Privilege Hour, which is a podcast put on by a bunch of comics from the Denver region who uh, who are all very nice that I've spoken to so far. Um, so we're going to be watching this movie for them and, uh, and, and talking about it. I, I hope you can all join us. Don't forget to uh, support us by way of our sponsor, audiblepodcast.com. Also, we voted on the topic for this episode, Toddlers and Tiaras. That all came through the Facebook page. So because a lot of our fans are disgusting, that's why we watch this. So remember to check back there for all kinds of polls and other fun stuff. Find out what we're going to do next. Let us in the iTunes store, everybody. <laughs> So join us again for that next week. We will be back. Uh, also check out Colleen's blog if you like to if you like running or dry wit at ultimatehardbody.net. Well, Ezra Fox's uh, guest blog entry in my blog was number seven most viewed of all times, and Alex this is number four. So. Oh damn! And Chris never wrote one for me. Nope, <laughs> I'm winning. Never will. <laughs> <laughs> all right, please come back again next week. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, goodbye, everybody.